Please be advised, this recording does contain mature subject matter. You may find some words, phrases, and inferences that may trigger you, so please be advised and be warned. I believe where we last left off, you guys had finally made it onto the green fields. Finally, um, having survived a ambush attempt, the return of the return or the placing of the container of Brundar somewhere in a rather mysterious way. Um, also eventually turned into some moments of self-reflection and change. It also turned into Maddie wanting to be trained by the now reformed follower of Lathander. Um, uh, Lenny having some more conversations with a more serious toned blade. Not so much one that is jesting as much as overly concerned with activities that have been going on. You guys settled just outside of the abandoned tower, uh, uh, Durek's tower, I believe. Um, once there, you met up with a band of refugees being led by the Minotaur you had met quite some time ago by the name of Crisp. He turned out to be um, actually working for the Lord's Alliance at the time and was unsure as to whether or not to share that with you at the time. Um, it appeared that he ran into this refugee column on the way back from um, his forays out in the Midlands. Um, also, I believe Ezra learned some more about a old god considered to be possibly one of the creators of the old world as one of the potential pantheons associated with the Kraken known as Hammerfell. Um, you also found out about Amon closing its borders. Um, you found out that the Lord's Alliance is actually meeting, um, and has formed what's called the Keeper's Council, um, in, uh, in trying to deal with both what's been happening in Daggerford, the Midlands, um, the borders closing with Amon, lots of unrest and activity going on. Um, where we left off, Brother Ambrose was having an intimate conversation with the illuminated visage of his now beginning to accept corrupted form of his father, not still not believing it's truly his father, but probably something that has corrupted the original form of his father making one last desperate gambit at trying to get Brother Ambrose to return to the fold or the family fold. And as he cackled and began to disappear, the echoes of his 
I've left you some playthings. And the tower burst forth a swarm of necrotic and fiendish looking creatures that began to swarm towards you. And that's where we last left off. What would you like to do, Brother Ambrose? Because I believe everybody else is asleep inside the hut. I immediately urinate. <laughs> you hear pitter-patter and fluid kind of ringing off the inside of your plate mail armor. Yeah. Everybody uh, else in the hut, give me quick perception checks really quick. And Lenny, you go ahead and roll for your wife. She sat down. Oh, okay. So yeah, everybody give me perception checks. We'll see if you can hear this howling swarm coming out of the... Out of the uh, Did I really get a long rest? Yeah, I'll say enough. I'll say he got you right at the dawn, which is usually when you're more aware of things going on anyways. Thank goodness. So it, is, it would appear that Maddie is in a nice deep sleep. Um, Sucking his thumb. <laughs> uh, Ezra and Bubby and Lenny, you guys hear this howling noise coming from outside the hut. Um, it's made in the center of camp. Um, you notice that Brother Ambrose is not there. And this louder and louder screeching and howling sound is building outside. And now you begin to hear panicked crowds of people. Like, you begin to hear women and children yelling, panic setting in. I'll wake everybody up. Okay. Maddie, you vile, powerful she-wizard, get up. I'll pull her thumb out of her mouth and like, hey, <laughs> knock it off. Wake up. It's like King King Richard and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Matthew is awake. <laughs> What's happening? You guys tell me. I'm waiting for what I see. Brother Ambos dead. Oh, sorry. How many creatures are running toward me? Um, give me a perception check. Oh dear. Uh... Oh dear. Well, let's start it out. Nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah, you stare across the open field. Um, you count about ten of them swarming towards you. You watch as another maybe two dozen more swarm in the direction of the refugee camp. They're about... Right now, they're about 60 feet away from you. And it, um, the refugee camp is aware. You're beginning to hear signs of awareness, yes. Okay. Yes, two dozen. Awesome. I will, uh, pull out my sword. 
And uh, I will <laughs> put it blade, like blade tip down, like in the ground, just set it there. Yeah. And kneel in front of it and begin to uh, bow my head and do a start a prayer to the thunder to watch over me and protect us from whatever foul demons and dark creatures are approaching. Give me a Let's get it on, guy. Of course. Of course, keeping an eye, you know, I'm not averting my gate, so I don't know when they're going to be close. But what am I going to do? What do you want me to do? Uh, give and me. I walk up yeah, get me. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You can hear your friends begin to pile out of the tiny hut, probably hearing the swarm begin to howl and move. Um, the dome starts to fade out of existence as everyone exits it. Most of you are milling around the camp. You can see Brother Ambrose about 20 feet just outside the camp, staring over the open plain towards Durlog's tower. And the broken pieces of the tower... Um, you can see in the very center of it a coalescing kind of electric uh, mass. And it, out of this mass, you can see these creatures stumbling out of it, howling and screeching at the top of their lungs, uh, rushing towards you guys. Um, you can see others streaming towards the refugee encampment. You can then see the minotaurs come racing out of the encampment along with other individuals in tow as it seems like they're beginning to understand not completely what's going on, but they understand the threat. They understand that they're being threatened and they race towards a, an area to try to set up a defensive perimeter. Um, they, you watch brother Ambrose as you get off your knees, give me a charisma check really quick. I'm, not getting, I'm getting, I'm not getting off my knees. I'm going down to my knees. Oh, sorry. As you go down to your knees, give me a charisma check. A charisma check. You know what's funny is, like, if I have to do a charisma-based activity, these are way higher. <laughs> 19 also. Nice. As you begin to ask for protection and to look over you and your friends, there's a slight hum and vibration coming from the sword that you're um, uh, holding. Sword that you're still getting used to. The right. echo of your thought begins to pulse out. <laughs> Beyond. And you can hear it just travel and you're not sure how far it goes. But this need, this echo is pulsing and continues to pulse. I need everybody to roll for initiative, please. And if you have the ability, I should be sharing the video currently with you. Video? Yeah, I can see it. Cool. Oh my god. Um, so no matter what, the swarm of creatures are going to go last as it took them their, their entirety to come into summoning existence. Therefore, they suffer from summoning sickness. So they will always go last. So this is the order for you guys. Hey, um, 
Hold on. Uh, never mind. I don't need. I don't need any of you. Okay. Um, roll initiative. Yep. Got a fifteen yeah, for fifteen for Lenny. Eighteen for Maddie. Just as a okay. I guess I won't. No, no. Go ahead. My 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 goal with that kneeling is I want to get them all within thirty feet of me, and um, if any of them like. I would allow some closer, so long as I get all ten of them or so within thirty feet. Okay. But so that, that I have something to do. So it would be like if they roll initiative before me, my plan was to do something. You know what I mean? Like well, I either that. way, you could manage that by holding your action until they're within thirty feet of you. Okay, that's fine. All right, what do we got? We got fourteen for Ezra. Fifteen for Lenny. We got a big old seven for Brother Ambrose, 15 for Lenny. What do we get for Bubby? Anybody know? I put roll one before me plus, and I went, why did I put a plus? There's no plus. Oh my, it's looking like Maddie's going to go. She has a 15 also. Okay, so Maddie is 18. Um,. So I'm assuming Bubby's going to go before you, Lenny, right? She's got a higher deck. Yeah, she has a higher deck, so yeah. Okay. Got Bubby with a 15. We've got Lenny with a 15. We've got Ezra, 14. we got Brother Ambrose with a 7. So, so, Brother Ambrose, since you kind of get the advantage of a free action here, I'm going to let you define what you want to do and do your hold action now if you want to, since they're going to go first. And I'll say it's something that you're setting up in anticipation of this yeah, war yeah. reaching if they get, you. If they get within 30, once they all get within 30 feet, um, or if, if, it, if it seems like they're going to, like if some are going to diverge, I'm going to do it. But once I get the bulk of them uh, within 30 feet or so, I'm going to cast the spell. Do I need to tell you what? Does it matter? Um, no, as long as I know that's what your action is going to be, that's that's yeah. good. We'll have that on deck. Okay, that was it. All right. So with that, Patty, what would you like to do? Oh, uh, how close is Brother Ambrose there? Um, he is five, ten, fifteen, twenty feet away. I will. Uh, pull myself up from from however I'm resting, see what's happening, uh, and I will move uh, to be kind of just behind and kind of slightly to the left uh, of Brother Ambrose. Right there? Uh, who? Uh, yep. Okay. And are you still kneeling at this point, Brother Ambrose? I am. I have my head uh, bowed and uh, against the against the hilt of my sword. Uh, I will just walk up, place a hand on your shoulder, and ask, so what's the plan, Brother Ambrose? Help the others flee or stand and fight? Do I get to respond? Yeah, I'm okay with that. I say we send these demons back to hell. All right. Deep end it is then. And I will pull from my... Uh, my component pouch, another bundle of, uh, I believe it's bull hair, <laughs> uh, and I will 
place it in my mouth and uh, chew and swallow and let out a piercing yell of rage as again my body swells up a little bit and crackles of energy shoot off of me as I cast Tensor's Transformation. Alright. So now you are slightly bigger. Ooh, slightly bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love that slightly bigger. Yeah, baby. Now I wanted to be like 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 a like a like an inch. Like it was just like what did you do? It's like it's like when it's like when Mary drinks the end wash. Like, <laughs> so Tensors, is that concentration? Uh it is. Okay. So I get I get a bunch of bunch of crazy bullshit because of that. <laughs> no, that's just I'm gonna mark you concentration because that'll remind me that that's the spell that you're using. Okay. And that'll finish your turn. Yep. All right, Bubby. Bubby, you are up, and Lenny, you're on deck. Oh. Where's my mini, Jason? Didn't you buy it yet? Jeez. No, you're right here, buddy. You're right there. You're right there. You're a monster. (laughs) Oh, when one of these guys are. About 30 feet away from me, I'm going to use my dagger to miss the step. So I'll prepare an action app. Okay, I would say they're currently about 80 feet from you. Okay, so I'll I'll actually we'll move up uh, with the rest of the party. And then I'll ready my action. Okay, cool. I'll put you actually your one step there. Okay. And you're going to ready your action to do Misty Step with your dagger once they're within 30 feet. Okay? Correct. Yeah. All right. Lenny, you are up. Ezra, you're on deck. So as you see, there's a plethora of bad guys. Yeah. I'd call it that. And they're all grouped together in what would you call it a 20-foot radius a 40 foot diameter 20 foot radius 40 foot diameter 20 yeah you're yeah that's a safe bet right there i am going to cast synaptic static in the middle of those fucks and get every single one of them okay what is the save on that please 18 intelligence oh oh yeah that's a good choice that's all I do. I make good What's choices. <laughs> yeah, it's a good choice. Forgot to open up my app. Sure why that was. Alright. That is going to be and I'm actually going to roll as a swarm, otherwise we'll be here all night. Um that is going to be a 16. They do not pass. Go ahead and roll for damage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they all take 37 points of lighting damage. Ooh, that is another good choice. Um, give me a extra D4, please. What good choices are happening? Sorry, I walked out. 
Uh, then take one more damage on top of that. Okay. You guys watch as this boiling energy force just crackles amongst the entire mob of these creatures swarming from the uh, the open portion of this tower. Um, it crackles and lashes out. They even seem to be a little bit like susceptible to this effect. Um, you watch as gaping chunks of meat and flesh and bone go spinning off individual creatures one at a time. Um, does a good does a good chunk of damage, but the swarm is considering is continuing to move towards you. Okay. Also, yeah. also after a failed save, a target has muddled thoughts for one minute. During that time, they all roll a d6 and subtract that from the number of all its attack rolls and ability checks as well as its constitution saving throws to maintain concentration. They can make intelligence saving throws at the end of each turn, ending the effect itself on a success. Gotcha. Fuck that. They basically have Bane, uh, except it doesn't affect uh, saving throws, and, and it's a d6. Super Bane. Better than Super Herpes. What spell was this again? This was synaptic static. It was psychic damage, not lightning. I do apologize. If you want to take off that one extra D4 damage. Um let me check there. Chart one sec. Um nope, lightning and psychic are equally damaging. No, you're good. Cool. Their fail a target has muddled thoughts for one minute during that time. If it rolls a d6 and subtracts the number rolled from all of its rolls, attack and attack. Whoa, that's heavy. And I'm gonna roll it as a and I'm gonna roll them as a group since they all failed. They have a minus four until they save. Minus four on what? On attacks and saves. On checks and attacks. Gotcha. And con concentration checks, but that's yep. that's whatever. And what and they get a save at the top of their round or the end of their round? End of each of their turns. End of each of its turns. Okay. The swarm will get a save at the end of their turn. And that will be a save at well, it's not a check, it's a save. Yep. So it'll be a normal save for them. Although they're in the intelligence saving throw. Yes. Which is boy, they're not Einstein's, that is for sure. Um <laughs> All right, that'll finish Lenny's turn. Ezra, you're up, and then... Oh, I'm also going to move up to where uh, Brother Ambrose and Bovi are and just kind of get ready to, to throw down. Okay. Has anybody moved in front of me? Not yet. No one's got... No one had nope. enough movement you to are... get there. Okay. Our leader. All right, Ezra, you are up. Brother Ambrose, your, your hold action will be on deck, which means the swarm will go first. Uh, and then your action will take off along with Bubby's. How far away are they? Uh, they are from you. They're about 75, 80 feet away from the front of the swarm. And then the swarm goes another 20, 30 feet deep. Okay, so I can move a max of 40 feet. And I want to hit them with Dawn. It's a 30-foot sphere. Uh, it's a thirty-foot spherical cone. It's essentially like a super version of that of the of the Moon druid beam. spell. Yeah, moonbeam. Okay. So um, if I can move, uh, um, I'm not sure how how much I'd have to move to hit as many as possible. But if I need to move the full forty, I'll move the full forty. 
Uh, I've got you at the full 40. Okay, that's fine. I'll move a full 40, and then I want to hit them with Moonbeam and as many as I can hit in the 30-foot sphere. Uh, <coughs> Constitution saving throw, ironically. Okay. Uh, that is going to minus be... Four. No, that's only for concentration. It does not apply here. Yeah, it's, all, uh, it's only for attacks and it's, ability It's affecting checks. their thoughts. Right. Oh, it also says, though, in the thing, as well as constitution saving throws. Oh, to maintain concentration. I apologize. Never mind. Again. Correct. Uh, that'll be a 16. 17 save. Miss okay. that one. Go for it. Ooh. All right. So that will be... 4d10 radiant damage. Nice. Go ahead and add an extra d8 to that as well. I was going to say, I think that's a trick. Yep, and then uh, from here on out, they only take the damage again if they end their turn in the sphere. Gotcha. All right. Here's the 1d8, which is a magical 4, and then let me roll the 4d10s. Yeah, with the sphere placed right in the middle, you're going to get about eight of them. You... 30 feet is pretty damn good. That's, I was hoping. I was like, I want to hit hopefully all of them, but I don't know because they're pretty far out. All right, well, <laughs> not as high as I'd want. Only uh, 26 on that one. Okay. Did you roll the extra D8 as well? Oh, sorry. With the extra D8, that's a four extra, so it's 30 even. Okay. And then I will use my bonus action to summon my, uh, where is it? My spiritual weapon, which will be a Kraken wielding hammer. It will. I don't think it'll hit them. It has 60 feet when I cast it. Is any of, any of them in range for that? Uh, five, ten. I would say the front row is definitely in range. Okay, then I'll hit whichever one I can in the front row. Cast it at a fourth level. Go ahead and roll the hit. See if it hits. 17 plus 9, 26 to hit. Nice. As. Go ahead and roll for damage. All right, force damage. Uh, 16 force damage. Nice. As you guys watch Ezra concentrate this radiant glow pours out of them and hovers over the swarm. It drops down. It just kind of pulses out. You watch as this radiant effect coalesces into these already suffering creatures. Um, you then watch this mystical kraken appear, and as that one hammers into one of the creatures, you watch the creature just come apart, and the parts of the creature just kind of tumble onto the ground, shredded by the... Um, uh, by the 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 hammer-like kraken uh, spiritual weapon that you that you summoned there, you then watch as an additional creature just kind of bursts and shreds. You watch as another one bursts and shreds. Um, this swarm taking this full effect between um, Lenny and Ezra. It's looking brutalized chunks and pieces of meat spraying off to the right and the left. The howling still continues as they don't seem to really care about what is happening to them. And for you, brother, and that'll finish your turn, Ezra. 
He's AFK, so okay. I would say yes. Okay. So... The remainder of the swarm is now within 30 feet of you. What would you like to do? How uh, how far is it from the furthest left to the furthest right? Um, five, ten, uh, About 20 feet to the right, 15 feet to the left. Beautiful. Uh, when they get within range, or as they start to get within range, I'm going to stand. Um, I'm going to pull my sword out with some cool flourishing move and like do the, I'm going to put my hand on the end of the blade and do the human sort of thing. Right. Yep. And, and uh, I'm going to cast pulse wave. Nice. Go uh, for it. And like, it's going to suck in sort of at first, like an intense pressure. And then I'm going to push my sword out and just boom, blast these motherfuckers. And they need to, and it's a 30 foot cone. So it'll get them all. Okay. And, uh, they, Constitution saving throw. On save. That is going to be a 16. I think my con is an 18. Nice. Yeah, my, my, my save is an 18. Go for it, so roll. I'll take 66 force damage. Yeah. The one immunity they are, the one vulnerability they do not have. And they will all be pushed back 15 feet. And it doesn't say that they are prone, unfortunately. A pretty shitty roll. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's, a, it's enough considering the combined effect. Um, you watch Brother Ambrose stand up and this forceful pulse <laughs> comes emanating from the front of his uh, visage, it crashes over all these creatures, and you just watch as every single one of them is shredded, pulled apart, arms, legs, twisting and going off in different directions. You watch as heads roll onto the ground, as the entire wave is simply mutilated. Word. And just as you do that, there's a crackling over at the hill. And you watch as... 3,000 more. Four of them begin to swarm out of the pulsing electrical field. Hey, Jason. Yeah. At least you can yeah. play with your toys for a reason this time. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Now, summon, that's their entire turn. They show up in the effect that you put out there, correct, Lenny? It doesn't linger. Oh, it doesn't linger? It just stays? No, it's not like a perpetual effect. Gotcha. Just... The, dawn, the dawn does. The dawn stays out there. So Ezra's effect is still out there. They appear in the dawn. Um, what's their save for that? Because it'll, be it'll be at the start of their turn. Well, it's the end end of their turn if they end it there, but I, if they're well, no, the start of their turn there. is there, so they have to take the effect because that is the start of their turn is to appear. 
They just can't do anything because of summoning sickness until their next turn. So okay, it's good. Hold on. Hold on. We, I know I ha I held my action, but did I, can I, do I not get a bonus action if I do that? No, because you held your action. That was the only thing you were able to do. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And unfortunately, Bavi, because he wiped out the swarm that was coming at you, you lose your held action as well. And they make a 12 con save. So, yeah, it's the same, whether it's beginning or end. So, go ahead and roll for damage again, Ezra. All right. 10, 7, 17, 3 is 20. And then another one is 7 for 27. Do I roll an extra D8 again? Yep. Okay. Extra D8. Ooh, 8. Plus 27, 35. 35. Nice. This fresh swarm showing up, pulsing out of this gated field. You watch as your dawn effect continues to pulse and pulse. You watch as the creatures burn and fry, skin cinders and peels away, and they just ignore and howl and scream and continue on. Uh, that'll finish their turn. So at the top of the second round, Maddie, you are up, and then Bubby, you're on deck. Uh, Maddie will pull out the uh, Brunar's Longsword of Destiny, point it forward, and yell, Charge! And then we'll move 30 feet forward. Uh, and how close does that get me to everything? 5, 10, 20, 25, 30. Does your speed increase with the effect of the spell? Negative. Okay, good to know. Uh, am I near any of them? <laughs> You're within 10 feet of most of them. Oh, lovely. 10 feet. Um, shucks. Uh, I will just then use. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna be a little spicy. I'm gonna use my action to dodge, uh, and just impose disadvantage on all of their attacks against me until the start of my next turn. Sounds good. I just want to put that in case I forget, which I will, because I've never done this before. But I have Sentinel now. Okay. So, uh, Ian, don't let me forget. <laughs> yes. Brothers, don't let your brothers forget. Yeah. So, um, that's my turn. Okay. Um, here, let me roll for the lightning really quick. Nope, we're good. Um, with that, Bubby, you are up, and then Lenny, you're on deck. Well, let's see. All these falling body parts. I don't know why it's like deja vu or something. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give this a try. I'm going to cast a lightning. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you, cause you have your third. Over. Yep, you have your third tattoo. So I'm going to have it go over close to that lightning cloud from afar and try to strike it. <laughs> strike it with lightning. You're going to try and strike the ball of energy with lightning? Yeah. Okay. What's, what's the save? Uh, it's a 13-deck save. I rolled a natural one. Um, 
how do we uh, rectify this? Because I wasn't expecting anyone to actually attack the portal itself. Um, I got the damage. <laughs> i tell you what. Go ahead and roll damage. If it's high enough, I'll say the portal will be ineffective for six seconds. So it'll skip one initiative round. Uh, I rolled 18 damage. Uh, what's your total damage pool that's available to you? Uh, 3d10s. So 30, yeah, that's more, yeah, that's more than half. You guys watch as this, this lightning effect hovers momentarily over the electrical ball and you watch as lightning streaks down into it. It seems to cause it to maybe get overwhelmed or power surge and the portal goes dim, um, almost like a, the energy no longer swirling and coalescing. It seems to dim and dim and then it's just barely moving and barely reacting you still have your move and your bonus action i'm just gonna stay where i'm at okay lenny you are up um i can't i know i can't make it in the base with the baddies so i'm gonna move forward by 25 movement okay okay and uh I'm going to blast the one like straight in front of me with all the multiple arms. Okay, go for it. Uh, I'm going to use uh, I'll just blast. Uh, first one 22. That'll hit. Second one 18. Uh, 18 will just barely hit. And the third one is a 27. Yep, all three. <laughs> all three of your all energy blasts damage. strike it. First blast does 13. Okay. Second blast does 9. Okay. Third blast does 12. You just drop a bomb on your way out, kid. Nice. You watch as blast after blast. You watch an arm go spitting away. You watch part of its lower jaw absorb the blast. Uh, a chunk of flesh in its chest peeling away. It's, just, it's looking rough, but it just doesn't seem to care. I mean, it's staggering under the weight of the, of the dawn effect as well as your blast. It's looking super rough, but it's still sh shambling towards you at this point. Okay, I mean that's I don't have really have any bonus actions, so uh, that'll end my turn. I'm just waiting at this point. Okay, Ezra, you are up, and then Brother Ambrose, you'll be on deck. <laughs> that's great, Bubby. <laughs> Especially the look on his face afterwards. <laughs> uh oh, did we lose Brother Ambrose? Did he get distracted? I'm here. Oh, okay. Ezra, you're so, up. Brother Ambrose, you're on deck. Ezra, you're muted. Why did you think I was going? Sorry about that. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. It looked like your mic was broken for a second, Ambrose, but it's fine. Yeah. We can hear you. Uh, does the Is the Dawn 40 foot high enough to hit the portal as well? Yeah, but it's it doesn't have a direct kind of interaction with it like the lightning effect did. 
Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it, it it's not. It, it's almost as if the lightning overwhelmed its actual like energy force that that it's coalescing within. Um, yours just kind of pulses around it. Doesn't seem to have any effect on it. Okay. Um, does the is there any creatures coming uh, that have exited the dawn the dawn area? Or are they still in it? I would say they're all still in it, but they'll be heading out of it during the next turn when it's their turn. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Oh man, I want to hit them so hard. Um, how far away are there? Is there any allies or, or any of my allies next to them? Um, no one in base. No one in base. No. Nope. Um, let's see here. I'm thinking about doing my little hammer strike, but that's a 30 foot radius when I swing it down. I really want to make sure none of my own allies get get tossed back. Oh yeah. Is there any uh, like a letting or anyone else? Just just curious. Oh, Maddie is 10 feet from one. Nope, that just told me what I needed to do. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in front of you, you can see Lenny's about 15 feet in front of you, and off to your left, about 30 feet is Maddie. Maddie, she is within. 10 feet of the lead elements of the swarm. I'll go ahead then, um, since I don't want to get in there just yet and hurt her as well as many other people, I'll go ahead and cast Guardian of Faith right um, right next to right next to uh, Maddie. So okay. this way, whatever enemy penetrate, it's got a 30-foot ra radius as well, it says. Um, I don't know if it'll really hit because I'm summoning it on Maddie. Okay. Um, and then with any of them that are in the area, it's a deck save. Okay, that's or they'll take it once they run towards them on their turn. That's going to be about four of them within the the effect. Um, that's going to be a seven. They do not save. Uh, that means six. they would. They just take automatic damage, so it's it, it ends it caps at sixty. So the first three take twenty each. And then, the, and then, uh, I, it, it disappears. <laughs> Got you. So, one, two, three, it disappears. Maddie, you feel this totem, this guardian, just, like, appear next to you momentarily. When it does, this pulsing radiant light comes off of it, and it's radiant damage, right? Yes. Give me an extra D8, please. Three. Boom. What'd you get? Three? On, Three? on top of 28, right? Or 20? On top of 20 each. That's right. So it'd be 23, 23, 23, and then that. So, Matt, you watch this um, Kraken-like guardian spirit kind of swirl around you, and then a pulse of radiant light <laughs> goes out, and you watch as the three initial creatures... <laughs> just get shredded by this radiant light. Their body parts flinging off into different directions, tumbling down to the ground. A few of the hands and fingers and arms shredded and still kind of a brimstone-like smell from the burning flesh kind of skit right to your feet. Like, they kind of nudge up against your feet. And go ahead and what do you want to do with your uh, spiritual weapon there, uh, Ezra? I'm going to move it as a bonus action and whack the next one down the line. Okay, that would be the one that um, Lenny has been shredding. Go ahead and roll to hit. Go Kraken. Kraken hammer. Uh, 19 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. Roll for damage. 
Not as good this time. Only 16. Uh, yeah, this one was looking super shredded from Lenny. Your cracking hammer just hovers there momentarily and just pulverizes right through it. The creature coming apart and falling. All right, that'll finish your turn, I believe, Ezra, unless you want to move. Um, I only want to move up. Um, how far away is Maddie from me? Maddie is 5, 10, 15, 20 feet to your left. Yeah, I'll, I'll just kind of move up along the side to make sure that, you know, no one can flank. No one can flank her. Right there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, with that, we'll finish your turn. Brother Ambrose, you are up. Um, I am going to <laughs> basically not buy anything, right? So, uh, I don't have any sort of, okay, uh, I'll take my full movement toward, can I get to that guy? To who? I don't know, the only villain. That oh. one over there? Yeah. What do you got? 30 or 35? I forget. No, I got 30. Yeah, 30 gets you to right about here. You'll be 10 feet from him. Um, my sword's really big. Can I <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> have, technically, I have a lance, but we haven't played that in a long time. So. No, we have not. No one has played uh, with your lance for a while, I'm sorry to say. And, that, and when I'm not mounted, it's uh, at disadvantage. Um, anyways, it's also what she said. Um, <laughs> Activate yeah, your no, ring and you'll go nuts on your lance. Just get me up, and that's also what she said. Get me up there, and and uh, when I get there, I'm going to hold my sword out with one hand, like right so the tip is just in this thing's face. Just like, the tip, please. Right. Just the tip. Is anybody else listening to this? I mean, come on. <laughs> I was waiting for you to uh, BDL to jump in. <laughs> I just wanted to see how far I go before someone else jumped in. Come on, man. What am I watching? Orgies. And I'm going to cast Troll the Dead. Go for it. Don't you do it? Wisdom saving throw? Uh, what's the effect of that necrotic? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you, you watch as the psychic effect <laughs> chimes over its head. It just doesn't even recognize that it happened. Nothing happens. You get the feeling they might be immune to necrotic effects. That's not what I meant. <laughs> well, because I, I'm not trying to get out of it. I'm just saying, like, that, that went against what I was supposed to be doing. I'm not supposed to be doing, like, any necromancy anymore. So, like, it was just sort of, like, I forgot that I, my, my thing didn't... Instinctive reaction. Huh? Yeah, no, it's... Uh, I have Sacred Flame now, not pulled it in. Sorry. <laughs> what are you trying to retcon? I know. I don't even have pulled it dead anymore. Because, I I, <laughs> like, I'm looking at my sheet and it hasn't been updated. Gotcha. So I have Sacred Flame now because of the... Uh, okay, so go ahead and roll the hit with Sacred Flame. I'm okay with that. Is that a roll to hit? 
It's a deck save. All right. Oh, you're right. I'm thinking of Guiding Bolt. My bad. Yeah, I've never done this one. Uh, that's going to be a dirty 20 on the deck save. Well, that'll work. And what's Guiding Bolt is Radiant, correct? Or not Guiding Bolt. Um, Sacred Flame is Radiant, yeah, but it, is radiant. it does no damage on a success. Yeah, it's not yeah. doing anything. So they saved, unfortunately. Or it oh, saved. So that'll finish your turn. It's their go. You watch as the ball of energy attempts to coalesce and, and pulse out. But Bubby's effect seems to have stalled it from being able to do anything. Um, the creatures howl. Two are going to move in the base with you, Brother Ambrose. Uh, three are going to move in base with Maddie. And then I got two. I got one coming at you, Ezra. And then I got one coming at Lenny. All right, so we'll start with Brother Ambrose because he's virtually impossible to hit. Not true. <laughs> so you've got um, a total of eight attacks coming at you. Whoa, I thought you said there was two in base of me. There are. They can attack four times? Yep. What? That is going to be a 25, a 24, a, oh, yeah, I can't hit a 23, and then a 19, oh. a 15, a 14, 13, and a 9. Okay, so what were the first three? 25, 24, and 23? Correct. Yeah, those will hit. Okay. So you watch as this these creatures are just flailing claws and arms. You feel it, some of them spark and rebound off your armor. Others digging in, finding creases, uh, finding exposed skin. Um, and you'll take a total of 32 points of slashing damage. Okay. That'll be those. So, Maddie, you've got three on you, so you've got 12 attacks coming your way. All at disadvantage. Uh, yes. So the first 12 I'm going to roll. And now the second 12 I'm going to roll. I've got... Wow, that second... Those rolls, all those are going to miss... I believe the only five that are going to hit are a 23, a 21, a 19, and a 20. Dirty 20. That is correct. Okay, the others will all miss. Um, that's going to be 41 points total of slashing damage as just these claws. What are the individual attacks? Say that again? What are the individual damages for concentration check purposes? Oh, um, uh, 12, 9, 20, 12, 9, 8, and 7, I believe. 12, 9, 8, and 7, is that right? 27, yes, 12, There's 8, 9. More. So 12, There's 8, more. yeah, 12, 8, 9, 7, and 6. 6. Okay, here come 5 at advantage concentration saves. Uh, first one's a 26. Second one's a 16, which still makes it. Third is a 14, which still makes it. 
Jesus, 16. I could not roll these any lower if I wanted to. 28. <laughs> and lastly, a 24. Okay, so I maintain so you're good. You maintain your concentration. Um, Thank God for... Ezra, you've Jasper. got four attacks coming at you. Woohoo! I thought they were coming at Lenny. Uh, you'll have four as well. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> at least they should be. Uh, so Ezra, that's that is a natural twenty on the first one. Uh, the next one is a twenty-one, another dirty twenty-one, and then a twelve. Three out of the four. Okay, so unfortunately, they did get off a. So that's going to be corrosive strike. So I need to roll that one uniquely. Give me one sec. Uh, give me a constitution save, please. Got it. Uh, let's see here. I don't. Am I near enough to Ambrose to get his buff? Uh, you Ten are feet. twenty feet away from Brother Ambrose. Then definitely not. <laughs> uh, I only got a seventeen. Uh, seventeen will save, so you'll only take half damage. Woo! As Thank one God. of the claw strikes at you, digs into your neck, and you feel this corrosive acid-like fluid begin to inadvertently like pump into the wound and down the front of your armor. You can feel it burn and hiss. Um, so you're going to take 28 points of slashing damage and then 82 points of acid damage halved because you saved. So 41 points of acid damage. <laughs> so I have this cool thing. I'm going to drop. Called Rebuke the Violent. And I can use my channel divinity to rebuke those who use violence immediately after an attacker within 30 feet of you deals damage with an attack against a creature other than you. You can use your reaction to force the attacker to make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the attacker takes the radiant damage equal to the damage it just dealt. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a 10. It fails. You guys hear this weird kind of chant emanate from Brother Ambrose briefly as he... Um, makes a prayer to the to the dawn and with that the creature in front of you ezra just like begins to bloat you watch as this orb of energy just shreds it into a million pieces and that will be your reaction brother ambrose that was awesome boom oh yeah thank you very much <laughs> nice freaking job all right, so uh, Lenny. I rolled my con save, Don. Uh, I could not meet half a 40, <laughs> 41. I don't know so why Don is faded. So yeah. all of you see I, the bright if pulsing. I 20, I would have got it, right? <laughs> you see it as a bright pulsing light kind of that's around the electric ball kind of like begins to die and fade away after that strike into Ezra. Uh, Lenny, I've got. A 23, ooh, I rolled shitty. A 23, a 15, a 14, and a 9. 23 hits. Okay. That is going to be 18 points of slashing damage. As one of its... Oh, I'm going to go ahead and... <laughs> <laughs> How's the, how's the person, the thing in front of me look? Is it looking rough or is it looking okay? Um, It's looking like it had suffered the effects when it first appeared in the 
uh, the the magical dawn like orb that Ezra had had you know summoned there that when they appeared in it. Um, it looks like it's taken damage, but it doesn't look nearly as rough as the other one that you nearly blasted to pieces. Hellish rebuke. Go for it. What's the save? Dexterity, 18. Uh, that is going to be... Going to be a 9. That will not save. Brilliant. 33 points of fire damage. Check something really quick. You watch as the hellish rebuke kind of coalesces around it. You watch as all of its injuries go away. And the creature seems to just ignore the fiery effect. Get the feeling this thing might be immune to fire. That makes us most unhappy. I love that gift. Uh. <laughs> All right, so that'll finish their go. We are now at the top of the third round. I need to roll for the ball. Okay. Um, Maddie, you are up. And Bubby, you are on deck. I will look to the three that are next to me, and I will just say, you have served well. I release you to the realms beyond and I will go ahead and make two attacks with Renard's Longsword of Destiny. Go for it. At advantage, thankfully, thanks to the spell. Uh, just still not, not very much. So we'll go with an unnatural 20 for the first. Yep. Against just whichever whichever one of them doesn't really matter. Yep, fair fair enough. Uh, and then the second, ooh, only a thirteen. Okay, so as you trying to get the feel of this new sword, the first strike digs into one of the creatures. The second strike, kind of bouncing off of its weird amalgamated hide. Um, go ahead and roll for damage on the first one. Uh, I, I'm going to roll these separate because the damage types are separate. So let me make sure I'm doing this right. Uh, so 12 points of slashing damage. And then it also takes an additional 15 points of force damage. Nice. Um, you watch as pieces and parts peel away from it. You, you actually see part of its lower jaw crack under the, the force uh, uh, that you kind of put out from this blade. Um, there's almost like a... You're not really used to this blade yet. There's almost kind of like a weird kind of psionic effect that kind of emanates from the blade, almost as if it can read into what you're attempting to do, this, this ripple of force causing this creature just to nearly stumble under the effect um, it's looking super rough. All right, and that is my turn. Okay, Buffy, you are up. Lenny, you are on deck. I'm going to go ahead and strike that ball of lightning thingy again. Go for it. What's the save again, Dex? 13. This time, yes, this time I rolled a natural 13 because it has no Dex bonus. So you watch as the 
electrical force of your lightning strike just kind of dissipates around it and kind of like swirls down into the ground, seemingly not having the same effect this time. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and run up to... Who's the one that's mostly hurt? Um, I would say Ezra, from where you're standing, because Ezra's about 25 feet in front of you, Ezra's looking a little bit rough. He definitely took some damage. So you're right behind him. I'll use my bonus action to punch. Oh, wait. You can do Wait, no, I can't do that. I'll just I'll punch once. 23 to hit. That'll hit. Well, what are you, what are you trying to hit? There's nothing near you. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to hit a monster whoever's close to him. Oh, okay. I'll say I took you 20 feet, but if I take you 25, that'll put you right alongside of him. So you're right in between Ezra and Lenny. So now you're in base with something you can punch. So go ahead. So that that hits. Go ahead and roll for damage. Uh, I rolled nine. Nine? Nine. Okay. Your next attack? Um, oh, that's right. Well, that's, uh, you gotta do Flurry of yeah. Blows? Yeah, since I hit. Go for it. Seventeen to hit? Uh, that'll just miss. You, that first strike catching one of the creatures, and as you pull back, this weird... Uh, uh, thick like mucus comes back with you as from your first strike. It kind of catches you off guard as you try to throw another strike and, and your fist just kind of slides across the body of the creature. Anything else? Uh, oh yeah, uh, my second strike or you said that missed too. Oh, did you roll for your second strike? Um, oh, I think that's going to miss too. Yeah, it missed. Yeah, that weird mucus that came off the creature distracted you, and that, that third strike just bouncing off the, the skin of the creature. All right, that's it. All right, Lenny, you are up. Ezra, you're on deck. Lenny's disappointed. So, first things first. <laughs> decisions, decisions. Yeah, Lenny, he wants to just fuck shit up now. So he's just going to go ahead and take a couple swings at his dickhead. Okay. So that's going to, first swing's going to miss. All right, what'd you get? Uh, it was a natural too, so it wasn't gonna hit. No worries. And what weapon are and what weapon are you using? I always forget. Long sword of the severed. That's right. As my pack weapon. Yep. Uh, second swing to twenty six though. That'll definitely hit. Go for it. His bone saw. <laughs> no, no, seven damage. Nice. Your first strike, wildly going past it as you're still kind of confused by its immunity to your flame effect from. Hellish Rebuke, the second strike, digging deep. Um, you feel its hip shatter underneath your blow. Its leg spins away, and the 
dead creature goes tumbling to the ground. Huzzah! That will... Okay, so you still have your move and your bonus action since you are no longer engaged. Um, so I'm going to move... Can I move behind Pinky? Uh, you can. Then I'll move behind Pinky. Yeah, move your bush out of the way, Jason. Yeah, you'd like that, baby. No. no what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> so you move behind one of the swarm creatures. Anything you want to do with the bonus action? Uh, uh, nah. No, I think I'm square. Okay, Ezra, you are up, and then Brother Ambrose is on deck. Finally. Uh, did, did some more Ooh, creatures over there, the guy? Or, or how many creatures over there uh. still? There are currently three engaged with Maddie. Um, you watch as Lenny circles behind one of them. Um, and you can see two of the creatures engaged with Brother Ambrose. All right. Uh, since I'm right next to Maddie, I'm going to go ahead and use my bonus action to rage. Okay. <laughs> I took a buttload of damage. You get all swole. Swole, I love being swole. <laughs> All right. Let's see here what I rolled so I can send it to you guys in the chat. Uh, there we go. All right. Uh, yeah, it's so small that you can see. Awesome. Uh, let me read it. Uh, I rolled a four. Um, basically my AC gets boosted by two. Okay. And any creature within 10 feet of me that hits me takes my force damage equal to my constitution modifier. Gotcha. That's a bonus action rage, right? Yep. Bonus action rage. Okay. So you still have your action and your move. Yep. I'm going to point whatever the next closest creature is and start swinging. Go for it. I want you all to die. Ooh, uh, first one is a 28 to hit. You've never used this hammer on constructs before, have you? No, never on constructs. Um, And you hit with a 28. Okay, go ahead and roll for damage. I need to make a check or a saving throw. Okay, roll for damage. Okay. Let's see. my Oh, and then I get an extra D8 because of the rating damage. Uh, 6, 4, 10, 5, 15, another 6, 21. 21 damage, 6 of that radiant. Nice. As your hammer comes down, you feel it crash into the meat of the creature. As it crashes into its, what you think might be its shoulder, you hear this sickening thud. Everything slows down. And stops. Nothing around you is moving. And then a vision is revealed to you. And this vision is how these things were were made. You can see the familiar ghostly uh, emanation of the lich creature known uh, as the father of Brother Ambrose. He seems to be side by side with another lich-like creature. The two of them appear to be taking pieces of these demonic and fiendish creatures and using the coalescing magic effect of the elder brain 
to bring these pieces together, form them, bring them together and stitch them together. You then watch as the female version, which might be Brother Ambrose's mother based on the description, but very, very not like perfect and pretty in a very gross, scary way. You watch as she reaches into this translucent jar, pulls out a small little bead of energy, plunges it into the creature, and you watch life come into the creature. It begins to stir. It, it gets up. And then the vision, everything goes away. You're, you're back. And you watch as the creature in front of you becomes undone. It collapses in big chunks of pieces at your feet. You see a small blue bead drift up from it. And as it does, Brother Ambrose, you hear the, the almost uh, celestial sigh of a soul being released. They still have your second attack. You still have more movement there, uh, Ezra. I think experiencing that, what he would just kind of exult in the fact that he feels like he's he's connected with Hammerfell and the hammer. Okay. And, and in in a new way, kind of like uh, this is this is uh, this is just for a future because I wanna I wanna cycle out of the barbarian wild magic and uh, once he accepts Hammerfell, I want to cycle that into a new uh, new barbarian since the only reason I chose wild magic was because of the wish and still stuck with me and it just so happens we could talk about that because I've built you a subclass that will fit quite nicely into what you are trying to do I think yeah I, I had a feeling All right, so <laughs> I will sidle up to the next one excited and, okay. and, and he's Maddie like, yeah. you watch as Ezra pulls up alongside you past Lenny the hammer coming down again on this creature in front of you. There's almost like a weird kind of blue like haze beginning to form around Ezra at this point. The uh, second attack is a nat 20. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead. Okay. I thought I, had, I thought I had advantage because I moved into another pincer. Are we not flanking? If I'm not flanking, I don't have advantage. It would only be a 24 to hit. No, it's a 24 to hit, because you... Okay, I thought it was flanking on the next enemy. I no, no, that's fine. It's fine. That would have been a whole lot of lore dump in one evening, so... Okay. No, um... no, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead and roll for damage. I was like, yeah, next advantage. Oh, wait, no, I don't have advantage. I, I, he, still, yeah. he still has to make a save, though. Go ahead and roll. God damn, I cannot make uh, saves tonight. 11 and 8 is 18. Sorry, not 19. And then uh, the extra radiant... Seven. So 26 total, seven radiant. Yeah, you watch the same effect this time. The vision revealed the watching of the undoing of the construct. It shatters into big chunk, bloody chunks, falling to the ground. And there, Brother Ambrose, you feel that sigh, that, and you watch as this tiny little bead begins to swirl up into the sky. And that'll finish your turn, I believe, Ezra. Yep. Um, I think you still have more movement if you want to move into base with another one. 
Um, is can I flank that one with someone else? I don't. I know we have like three of us there. I would say you've uh, only moved. You've only moved. Yeah, you've only moved fifteen feet. So you have another fifteen. You can swirl around the other side of Maddie and be uh, flanking the one in base with Maddie. Yeah, I mean, I got forty feet um, yeah. in movement now because yeah. of the barbarian thing. So yeah, that's fine. That works yep. for me. Cool. Um, that will finish your turn, Brother Ambrose. You are up and somewhat shocked by what just happened. So I keep seeing like these things die, and I keep seeing their souls fly away. Yeah. Okay. I start murdering more of them. <laughs> I mean, they're not good, right? Like so, and I know they're like. So wait. These are not like. <clears throat> well, I mean, the vision was only revealed to Ezra. The only thing you're witnessing is whatever Ezra has done to the two constructs that he's destroyed. Those are the only two that you see the beads of light kind of dissipate from. Like, it's a totally different effect what you saw with him than what you're doing. And you're not aware of his vision at this point. Okay. Then I'll keep killing him. Okay. Um, I'm going to use. <laughs> I hate you so much, Lenny. <laughs> Jesus. So remind me. Um, I need to update this too. Um, what? What's the sword now? Uh, it's not the same stats as Ice Bane, right? Correct. It's basically just a great sword. It's a magical great sword okay. that Lathander so has gifted to you, right? Um, it's okay. it's versatile. You're proficient with it, so you can either use it one-handed or two-handed. Um, it's considered magical, but it's you haven't you've attuned to it, but its so sentience now... its sentience hasn't revealed itself to you yet, or its main ability. Um, this is actually the first time you use it in combat, correct? Um, I think it is. Sure. Um, so, but I, I just needed to know the stats. I, so I, it, I didn't want to not, I mean, like, attack stats. So. Right, right. It, it, it's, it. Yeah, it's considered a magical weapon because it's a, it's, a, it's a gift from a god. Um, it's it's two-handed two greatsword, versatile. So all those stats. Got it. Okay. I am going to um, attack one of these things with it. Doesn't really matter. How about the squishy, not the bigger one? Go for it. And as you get ready to attack, that pulsing echo of your thoughts begins to fade. You get the feeling that you're going to be able to add plus four to your attack roll. So I can add plus four to my attack roll? This time, as the thought of confidence enters into you there's something about these creatures that, that that thought comes to mind but for whatever reason attacking these creatures gives you a plus four to hit and a plus four to damage okay so the funny thing is is now it literally is ice thing okay got <laughs> it. that's exactly the stats I yeah well for now Wow, look at that. I still hit a 16. <laughs> uh, no, that's going to be a miss. Okay. Uh, good thing I attacked twice. <laughs> I'm going to do it again. 
Wow. Can you fucking <laughs> oh my God. handle this? <laughs> wow, that's crazy. So both almost uh, the 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 feeling of what you saw using Lathander's gift at the same time, feeling this sense of overwhelming need to do very well catches you off guard as both the strikes from your new sword kind of ping harmlessly off the hides of these creatures. Whatever they are, they're just tough enough to resist the bite of the sword. Oh, that's it. Uh, that'll be your turn. You guys watch as that coalescing energy on top of the hill within the fort or within the tower, it, it, it just snaps, pops, and you see electric form. It goes from a blue-whitish color to a red and yellowish color as you watch this step out of the gate. Huge, uh -oh. massive wings <laughs> forming up behind it. Two massive balls of fire in each hand. And you just hear this guttural laugh. <laughs> this is gonna be easy. Um, and he does not suffer from summoning sickness. So, placed right on the top of Ezra will be a fireball. I need everyone to make deck oh, saves, please. Oh. Whoa, what the fuck just came out of that thing? I walked away. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Demon. It definitely wasn't Jesus. Anybody within 10 feet of me? I would say Maddie is within 10 and Ezra is within 10. And you both have five saves. And you can't Appreciate be frightened. What is this, a deck save? Lenny fails. Yep, deck save. Natural 20 plus 10. Nice, Maddie. Wow. Buddy, buddy, buddy. <laughs> hey! Oh. Brother wow. Ambrose, Brother Ambrose, I've heard this is a problem. Uh, disconnect from Discord and come back in and try the roll again, please. You're supposed supposedly the um, the random number generator sometimes can fail, and I'd just be curious to see what happens if you disconnect, come back in, and try the roll again. Like a bad seed. No, it has something with the way that the API works within the number generator. Hmm. See how your uh, see how your enumerations are never going beyond ten currently. There we go. Okay, yeah, you just suck at your rolls, I guess. I thought maybe your number generator was stuck. All right, so before I lose track of everything, uh, Lenny fails. However, Lenny, you get Blade's Effect of Repose. You get to make yours with advantage because of Blade's connection with a particular place that he is from. Lenny rolled the exact same fucking thing. Oh, Jesus. All right, so Lenny will fail. Brother Ambrose, what was your original role? A fail. Uh, uh, Maddie, you're good. Um, Chris, you're good. Bubby, you're good. So um, everybody takes um, 48 points of fire damage. Those of you that saved take half. The rest of you take the full amount. 
And unfortunately, you watch as this exploding fireball just burns from the center on out. You watch as it doesn't seem to harm the constructs as they seem to be immune to fire. Uh, 24 is the half. That's right, he does not suffer from sunning sickness, so he is actually going to... What are you doing? Yeah. He's going to... Don't forget, you still have your uh, spiritual weapon. You want to... I'll say it moved over with you. Because you forgot to move that during your bonus action there. Thank you. To... Is he flying? He is currently flying. Hovering up in hey, the Hey, Ambrose, you're the only one who can fly. <laughs> Go fly. <laughs> Jason, what was the other thing? You said we're what? After the damage? Oh, you noticed that the remaining constructs appear to be immune. Well, gotcha. All right, that ends his turn. Maddie, you're up. Bubby, you are on deck. Okay. Um. So how how many of the creatures are in base with me? Just one. Um, Ezra did a pretty and darn, many... and it's flanked by Ezra, and there are two still in base with Brother Ambrose. Lenny is to your right, about ten feet. Bubby is to your right and slightly behind you by about ten feet. The creature is hovering at about 40 feet right above to the right side. <laughs> um, what would it take to just very quickly uh, try and identify a way of closing this portal? Uh, give me an Arcana check as an action. Uh, fuck. I don't know. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll waste it. I'll waste it. Go for it. I mean, the lich is getting desperate. You guys are getting close. You're you're almost to candle keep. He's he's desperate. Nineteen. Um, nineteen is yeah. I put the DC at an eighteen. You recognize it as a constructed portal it's not glyphed therefore even though you're not really sure what put it there because brother ambrose obviously didn't get a chance to share a story with you it definitely feels like a summoning gate that can be effectively dispelled um however you're not sure at what level it would require it feels powerful okay um and how far is it from me? 5, 10, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. About 50 feet. 50 feet? Yep. Uh, I will move 30 feet towards it. I will take an attack of opportunity okay. from the creature. Uh, and okay. I will end my turn. And one attack. Ah, that's going to be a 15. I think that misses. 
That actually, that just hits. Oh, it just hits. Okay, let me roll. And you take fourteen points of slashing damage as you move out of the range of the creature. Maintain concentration. How far was uh, it was Maddie from me? Ten feet. And where's that? How far is the creature that hit that hit him? Uh, five feet from you. When a creature within five foot of me makes an attack on a creature other than me that target doesn't have this feet, I can use my reaction to make an attack against it. Go for it. You watch You watch as Maddie goes to step away and heads towards the coalescing energy gate. Um, it takes a slash from the creature. You take that advantage and you strike, barely hitting it. You rolled an 18. You just, your new blade finally feeling a little bit better. You manage to dig into the meat of the creature as it as you take advantage with your sentinel ability. As as I turn like to run, I'll yell, Cover me! And like I'll like halfway through saying that Brother Ambrose cleaves into this thing. I'm like, oh, thank you. And then Lenny Lenny, you hear Blade inside your head go, Yeah, covered. Uh, and that will end my turn. It's 12, 12 damage on that guy. Okay. He's still up. Took a big chunk of flesh and bone out of it, but He's still up. <clears throat> All right. That will finish Maddie's turn. Um, Bubby, you are up. And then Lenny, you are on deck. Oh, Bubby. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Oh, I didn't. I just realized that your device was no longer connected. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so I see this big ugly guy. I'm gonna try. Yeah, to he's like, <laughs> like hovering right above you. What are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? Have him do a dex What are you doing? I, I you cut out. Oh, I'm trying to uh, get him with my lightning spell. Okay, go for it. Dex save. Uh, Jesus Christ, you people suck. Um, that's going to be a 12. <laughs> I cannot do saves tonight to save my arse. Damn it. Not great. Uh, 15. 15. You're, the look, ball of lightning forms and sh strikes into him. Uh, give me an extra D4. That's a three. So 21 total. Okay. Good to know. Uh, you still have your move and your bonus action. Uh, let's see. Well, I'll get closer to Ambrose. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet, right? I got more movement. Yeah, that works. Okay. So you're right behind Brother Ambrose. Okay. <laughs> 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 you feel you feel Bubby kind of like saddle up next to you and kind of like point at the giant monstrosity hovering up in the air um, <laughs> Lenny you are up and Ezra you're on deck um this guy's a big fucking taint right um Blade goes if that's what you choose to think of him sure do you want to take a swing at this guy, Blade? Well, what form would you like to take? You want to go all in? If you think you're ready for the pit, Fiend, we can form it. 
Let's go all in. All right. So your action will be to turn go into the head. <laughs> Voltron. <laughs> um, I'll say your action is to form into a pit fiend. But I thought it was a bone devil, not a pit fiend. Well, remember yeah. he remember he trained you one higher tier. You had already been fully trained in a bone devil, but when you learned that special method of scrying, you were also learning how to control the pit fiend transformation at the same time. But now oh, you have now you have the ability, and the pit fiend is way more powerful than the bone devil. Tight. Have your move and your action fly up and brain don't work. So. We'll say you are summoned and you are flying at the same height that he no. is. Holy shit. Is that thing a pit fiend? It is something else. Not quite a, a tr true pit fiend, but um, Lenny is. What you see him turn into, this devilish, hideous form, is an actual pit fiend. That'll be your action and your move. Um... You don't really can't really do anything with your bonus action, so I know you got to look up the stats for Pit Fiend. So we'll say coming into existence kind of finishes your turn. Uh, Ezra, you are up, and then Brother Ambrose, you're on deck. Uh, or am I still flanking one of the enemies? You are not. You are in straight base with one of the enemies because. And there's nothing else in base with it because Maddie had run up the hill. Okay, I have a feeling, but I just want to check. Yep. Um, I'm going to try. I'm going to first yell it to Ambrose. Um, you still got my ring, so fly up and take care of that sucker. And then I'll go ahead and roll for an attack on this bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can fly and haste, which doubles your movement and everything else. Wait, I can haste? You have a haste ring. <laughs> what? You have, a fly, you have a fly ring that I loaned you, and you have a haste ring be, be, because we got it from the last horde, and you kept it and you put it on. Oh, balls. <laughs> now, see, if you use D&D &D Beyond, you'd be able to keep track of all this. No, I just didn't. I didn't do it in this one, too. I just didn't do it. I'll add it right now. <laughs> Hey uh, Ezra, when you're when you're tired of playing everybody's characters, let me know. <laughs> Twenty-four to hit. Uh, I, had, I had to yell it because I mentioned it in chat. You never said anything. You just like, watch this. You watch this swinging, raging barbarian crash his hammer into this creature. Let me give it a con save. This time I made my con save. The soul is not released. Go ahead and roll for damage. How dare you? As the hammer comes uh, down. God damn it, brother Ambrose. Use your fucking <laughs> rings! Uh, 26 damage, total 6 of it radiant. Yeah, that that's just enough. Because all these have da got damaged so much from your when they originally got summoned. Uh, you just watch as yeah, it gets yeah, yeah. shredded 
and the pieces fall to the ground. Uh, I'll go scroll up to the next one. Okay, as you're in your uh, I, Can I flank that one? Uh, yes, you can, because it's in base with Brother Ambrose. Cool, let's see if I can roll better. Use some actual dice instead of D&D Beyond. Uh, first one is a 24. Second one is a 21. Yeah, so 24 to hit again. Uh, 24 will hit. Roll for damage. Here, make my... Huzzle. I failed my con save. So as long as you... It, I mean, you only have to do like 8 points of damage to it to be at over half of its damage pool. So just do 8 more all points. These souls that are, all these souls that are releasing, can we eat them? Will we gain more power? That's gross. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, yeah, I well went over eight. Okay, uh, five, once again, eight, eight. <laughs> vision reveals itself. The construct, this fiendish construct, shreds under the blow. Brother Ambrose, you feel that little pinprick of light begin to float away from the destroyed construct. Um, you still have your um, spiritual weapon. You want to move it over to the other one? Yes, please. Yeah, and you still have. You, you, I'm noticing that happens every time what? Every time for some reason when Ezra is destroying these constructs with his hammer a little small pinprick of light sheds from these shattered construct fiends and floats away and you can feel it because of your nature and because of who you are you could feel like this trapped soul this tortured soul being released. 30, 20 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. Plus, you still have some movement mm -hmm. left. You can move up to the last one. I will, I'll, I'll go ahead and move up to the last one as well. And okay. then uh, only a total of 14 damage. Okay. He, um, uh, 24 on con save, so he does not get released. You take a huge, uh, you just hear a bone smacking, uh, bone and cartilage shattering underneath the blow. He's still on its weird kind of construct form is still up, but it's looking pretty rough. All right, that'll be my turn. Okay. So, Brother Ambrose, you're up, and then it will be the monster's turn. Wait, can I, uh, can I activate both of these rings? Sure. You know the invocation. I'll say as an action, you can activate both of them. Ah. Uh, oh, wait. But with the haste, I get an extra action. Correct. Wait, how many guys are still by me? There's just one in base with you, and he's looking pretty tattered. And it's also in base with um, Ezra's spiritual weapon. And Ezra's full-blown rage right now. He is just a blue, glowing uh, uh, path of destruction. Whatever these things are, it's prompted him to behave this way. Okay. I... Uh, I'm going to use my action to disengage. Or no, sorry. 
Use my action to invoke those rings. Okay. And I don't give a shit about disengaging, obviously. And I'm going to fly straight to that dude. And what's so your I maximum fly speed now with the ring? It'll be 60, right? It's double, double yes. Speed. Wait, is, is my fly speed different than my walking speed? It's I give you a ring for this. <laughs> no, I know the ring, but... It, the ring yeah, acts no, like there, the there ring. Be a different flight speed. The ring acts like a like a fly spell, basically. Then that's a sixty feet. Yeah. So it would yeah. go up to one hundred and twenty. Because you're oh, hasted. Because you're hasted. I'll jack it all up then. Yeah, I, I meant would... to say I gave you a card that says just... what exactly oh, uh, yeah. the ring does. And oh, Lenny, oh, yeah. in your new transformed form, you watch this silver and blonde blur come streaking over your head and around. <laughs> Hovers there momentarily and stays hovered near the creature, but at a flank. Because you will be able to flank it, Brother Ambrose. Oh, good. And I'm also going to... Um, I'm going to do a thing. Yep. And it is going to be... Damn, I'm going to Divine Smite. Do you have any attacks? Yeah, because of the haste, I get one more attack. And I oh, yeah. Use it. That's right, you do. <laughs> nice. Cat advantage. Huh? 26. Uh, 26 will just barely hit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever this oh, thing wow. is made of, whatever its hide is, I mean, you just feel Lathander's weapon bury into it. However, you, after striking it, the bonus still applies on the to hit to damage, but when you strike into it, you feel the blade shimmer and reverberate in your hand. The pommel gets warm to the touch as you feel this electrical kind of radiant energy pour from the blade into the creature. It's a, it's almost, it, it's definitely a radiant effect, and it's got to make a DC con save or take 4d12 radiant damage. Oh dear. But for oh, some reason, God. it's only revealed to you when you're in combat. Okay, so you have to make a save now? Yep. Uh, that'll be a 22, so I save, but he'll still take half damage, so roll 4d12 for the okay, radiant hold damage, on. plus an extra hold D8. Oh, hold oh, shit, hold on. <laughs> this is going to be long. There's my sword damage. Okay. Just the blade. Okay, now I'm rolling what? Uh, 4D12 plus a 1D8. Because he is There's vulnerable to radiant. Half. So that'll be 11, oh, so a total of 29 points. Okay, no, not a total. I did a Divine Smite at level 3. Oh yeah, that's right. So, Keep it going. So I also need to roll... I always forget Divine Smite. Uh, 4d8, because you cast it at level 3. three. So 4d8. Right, but don't I also get one extra because I have... Uh, yeah, you get that pass. You get that on all attacks. One yeah, D8. you get just an extra d8 radiant oh. damage, period. Oh, 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 shit, I didn't even realize that. You're, you, you are big holy. So, so that's part of, right there, that's part of the sword damage. So the sword damage was actually uh, 21. Okay. 
So 21 plus the 11 plus now 4 D8 for Radiant here? Correct. Am I getting, that's 48 for my Divine Smite. Are you throwing in that bonus one? Yep, I'm, you get one more because it's it's vulnerable to Radiant damage. Balls. 18. So Lenny, in your new form, your vision is more of a true sight um, uh, fiend and devil type vision that you have now. This is about as close yeah. as you've ever felt to being what Blade's existence might feel like. A little unnatural, but the power and the strength and what you've become. This very tasty, tempting morsel hovering to the right of this other creature. For a moment, you're tempted. Which one do you actually want to attack? And then you have the brief memory that whatever this tasty morsel is, as it pounds and does this huge amount of radiant damage to the creature it allows you to refocus recoalesce your memory and you shift you feel the power shift you back to looking at the other construct you're, you're not feeling nearly as in control as you are as the bone devil but the amount of power that's been revealed to you this this feeling of pure power it's it's yeah it's it's tempting it is tempting um, Brother Ambrose, your first your sword blow, the, the the effect of this new weapon, you pour all that smite into this creature. This creature just uh, rocks on just uh, What are you? And he goes, You are nothing. And he points at you. Give me a charisma save with disadvantage, please. Disadvantage? Yeah, he's a powerful dude. He's a boss. But that's my oh. thing. Charisma's my bitch, yo. Yo. Okay. But good news. Charisma is awesome. Charisma is awesome. Boy, I just don't want to roll, you know, one of those things. <laughs> I know the feeling, my friend. I know the feeling. Good. I think this might hopefully hold... Uh, the DC was a 25. You're good. Um, you feel yourself begin to fade out of existence. You feel that familiar banishment effect. And you will yourself to resist it. And you push back and you man manage to stay on the material plane. It used a it basically it basically used a legendary action on you. Because it was the end of your turn. I'll respond to him and say, I am the Redeemer. And he will now go and he will pivot onto you as he see those wings. You watch as both of his hands come together. You watch this 12 foot flaming hammer appear in both of his hands. Redeem this bitch. And he brings it down right on top of you. That's rude. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a 36. Language. No, no, sorry. I'm <laughs> so you feel this flaming hammer just crash into you. Um, so a couple things I got to do is roll for flame damage. You take 39 points of bludgeoning damage. Um, give me a deck save, please. Uh, 
<laughs> he said a bad language word. That's like one of my favorite scenes in that movie, too. Uh, 22 will do it, so you will take half of the flaming damage, which will be 28 points of flaming damage, halved to 14. As at the last Whoa. minute, feeling that kind of like burn effect from the weapon, you shift away from it. Um, and all the uh, the, uh, the initial bludgeoning damage? Yeah. Um, 39. Okay. And then half of... Uh, what did I say? 22, which is 11. Not, not, um, I just want to say that I'm not like dying, but on a scale of 163, I'm like a 45. Just, just so you guys know. <laughs> just, you can, so you, you, can hear, you got a bunch of heals, don't you? You're a paladin. Yeah, you want me to kill this thing or heal myself? <laughs> <laughs> that is a quote for the record, I mean, do you want me to kill this thing or heal myself? I'm not trying to meta or anything. <laughs> I know I'm a tank, but the guy radiant damage should be uh, forefront here. All right, so we just wrapped up yeah, the fourth. I gave you the flight ring. Just wrapped up the fourth round. We are now at the top of the fifth. Um, uh, Jason, real quick, would yeah. you say that that monster started his turn after I turned into a pit fiend or before? He started, right? He started before because he was summoned at the beginning of. Oh, we're on round. We're we're done with round five. We're at the top of round six. Okay, so he was he was there before he took his turn before I turned into a pit fiend. Correct. Yeah, cool. I just want to make sure. All right, so top of the order, Maddie, you are up, and Bubby, you are on deck. What you doing, Maddie? Wait, if it's Maddie, then Bubby, then me, or does he go before me? The monster goes last. That's so why he went he, after I so, turned into a pit me. No, no. So he was originally summoned during the, the end of the last round. But because he didn't suffer from summoning sickness, he was able to do a move, bonus action, and his effect when he came in and was summoned by the gate. At the gate. Okay. So he came in, moved, flew up, and went where he went. Then Bubby, then you turned into your pit fiend under Blades of Vice. Then Ezra rent, then Brother Ambrose rent. But at the end of Brother Ambrose's turn, he was able to use a legendary action and try to banish him. And because he went last, he actually got to go. That's why he did his legendary action. Otherwise, he wouldn't be able to use it that, you know, he, it's just lost during that round. So he then summoned his flaming hammer, attacked Brother Ambrose with it. And then now it's the top of the sixth round. Maddie is up and Bubby is on deck. Got it. God, Dante, keep up. No, it does get no. It gets confusing because when a monster with legendary oh, action, I was being facetious. Oh, okay. That was the most confusing thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Maddie, you're up. Buddy, you're on deck. Uh, Maddie will uh, sheath uh, Brunor's longsword of destiny. Uh, give me a every uh, single time. Give me a charisma save before you do that. 
Okie doke. You may not see shit. Uh, yeah, that's not that's not a great that's not a great save. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. You hear this disembodied voice in your head. Don't deceive me. Cast me with me in your head. You, whatever you're going to do, if it's a result roll, you'll have advantage. No. Uh, Maddie will pause for only a brief moment, considering that there's a bunch of chaos surrounding her, and will mutter to herself, tired of these voices, and she will continue to sheathe the sword. There's resistance, and it consumes your bonus action to sheathe it. Fair enough. Uh, as a free action, Maddie will just kind of focus for a moment, calm herself, and drop concentration on uh, Tensor's transformation. Okay. So I will make a con save against that. Uh, what? Oh, um, I get, <laughs> get another level of exhaustion, fortunately. Uh, and then she will um, kind of hold out both her hands and then twist them around, pointing in the direction of the portal and little bits, wisps of clouds and dirt and grass and pieces of the plains will form up and try and seal this this tear in the fabric of reality and I will cast Dispel Magic at 5th level. Okay, so give me a DC 20, or give me a, give me a D20. Do you want me to add my spellcasting ability for that? Yep. Alrighty. No, dang it. Alright. Nice. 20. <laughs> it was a 19 is what you needed. Um, all of you watch as this thunderous explosion emanates from the coalescing ball of energy. And it pulses out a few feet. It shreds outward. Pieces of it drifting, and then it shunk, sucks back down into a little tiny ball of nothing and goes away. Uh, and then Manny, very tired, will just say, Oh, that actually worked. Oh, wasn't expecting that. Uh, give wipe me... some sweat from her brow and end her turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Bubby, you are up. Letty, you are on deck. <laughs> All right. So I'll turn around and see that other creature, and I'll go attack that creature since we have it under control. Yep. You have adva- yeah. Yep. You have it. Yep. You have an advantage on the strike. to hit uh, 15 will not hit one night no it's a 26 if you're attacking that thing oh you're attacking the thing down the ground right yes right. 
She said 19, right? Oh, I thought I, thought I heard 15. One nine. One nine. Yes, that'll hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. Seven points. Nice. Go again. Uh, dirty 20. That'll hit. Roll for damage. Thirteen points. Nice. Ezra, as you're standing there about to bring your hammer down, you watch as Bubby just leaps into this thing, elbows it in the throat, and then comes up underneath the jawline, ripping the front of the construct's face off, and the creature just tumbles to the ground dead. Hell yeah. Go, Bubby. Anything else you want to do, Bubby? You still have your move and your bonus action. Uh, okay. Uh, Ezra, you are up. and oh, I'm sorry, Lenny, you are up. And Ezra, you're on deck. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm going to. I have a couple of choices here. <laughs> Yeah, I want to get a. I want to get. A, I want to do. Sorry. Uh, well, I can do a lot of cool things. I can do multi attack, which is four attacks per round. A bite, a tail, a claw, and a mace attack. Or I can cast hold monster on this fucker and drop him straight to the ground. Well, I'm already flying, so. Come on. <laughs> well, I'm already up here. <laughs> yeah, but then you can just dismiss your flying ring and plummet into him with your sword usually doesn't help but yeah go ahead do whatever you need to do and <laughs> by the way um uh lenny your hit point pool is 300 yeah i have it pulled up on oh, yeah. D actually okay good to know yeah they have a, a, a if you go all the way to the right you, hit, you can have summoned creatures but the bummer part is that you can't roll their stat block inside D beyond i know it's a pain that's why i use this one instead of summoner so, um, yeah, shit. I kind of want to just have some fun with this guy. I'm going to fucking go right up into him and I'm just going to start fucking tearing into him. Go for it. Okay. Start fucking. All right. So the first attack is my bite. Okay. Go ahead and roll. That is a. 14 plus 14 to hit. Is it 28 hit? Yep, that, that hits. All right, so his bite's 46. Definitely, definitely hits. That definitely, definitely, definitely that kind of hits. That definitely. Well, not definitely. It, it hits, but. <laughs> so the bite does 12 plus 8, 20 damage. Okay. The claw misses, I think. Yeah, the claw, 19 to hit. Uh, that misses. It rakes across his stubborn hide. You see sparks come off your claws as it goes across his metallic-like scales. 
the tail does. Or I'm sorry, the mace does plus 14. 24 to hit? Uh, 24 misses. Uh, the tail comes swirling around, and at the last minute, you watch as its metallic like wing dips down, and there's a huge spark as your tail smacks up against it. So uh, the mace. The mace is going to miss also then. The mace, once again, comes into the scaly form, resisting it. Um, you hear Blade in your head go, This is not easy. One more time. And you feel this surge, this, this strange kind of action surge, bleed oh. into your existence as the full weight of Blade's power on this plane begins to pour into you. Uh, for the next 10 rounds, you have three action surges available. One kicks, oh, one, one, one kicks off um, immediately because he invokes it. They have four more attacks then. Correct. Fuck. I mean, you I guys are just so watching this swirling mass of wings and leather and red scales and metallic scales just clashing at each other. And then there's Brother Ambrose combing his hair as he watches. Sounds like a Judas Priest concert over here. <laughs> Leather and sparkles. And... <laughs> so I'm just going to go backwards then. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so first one's going to be the bite. That's going to be a 26 to hit. That'll hit just barely. And <laughs> It does. It barely hits. <laughs> and then the mace um, is going to be a 28 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. And the claw and the melee, the, the claw and the tail will both miss. Okay, go ahead and roll for damage. All right, so the bite is 2d or 4d6. We'll see. So the bite does 24 damage. Okay. Uh, and I can. 21 constitution save. Okay. That'll be a 25. Okay, he succeeds. And then on the mace, that's 2d6 plus 8. So that's 7 plus 8, 15 damage. Okay. And then uh, he also takes 6d6 fire damage. Immune, yeah, you watch as the fiery effect from the blow just coalesces around him and he goes, oh, Thank you, brother. As you get the feeling, you might have just given him some hit points back. Go ahead and roll, oh. go ahead and roll the damage. Don't give your brother anything. It was 18. 18. So he got 18 hit points back from that effect. Um, All right, I'm gonna. Go. Uh, you ain't my brother. <laughs> and then with his legendary action, he's going to uh, take a, a flaming hammer strike at you. Um, you watch as he turns. His massive head shifts towards you. You watch as his nostrils flare. <laughs> uh, been a long time since we spoke. And then you watch as the hammer 
comes striking down at you. Holy shit. That's going to be a 2 plus 16 is an 18. He misses. Misses. The hammer. You feel a blade instinctively force the wings back as the hammer just goes right by you. The flames trailing it. A look of demonic frustration on the creature's face. All right, that'll finish. I'll respond to him. I don't know you, but whatever you knew is wrong. Ooh. All right, that'll finish Lenny. Ezra, you're up. And then Brother Ambrose, you're on deck. Oh, yeah. Uh, We killed the last creature with us, so there's no more on the ground, right? No, you see Maddie up on the hill, leaning very heavily, uh, you know, like kind of half bent over, exhausted from her efforts. Um, the gate or whatever that thing was that was allowing these creatures to enter uh, shattered and then coalesced in on itself, uh, being dispelled by whatever Maddie did. Uh, you watched as Bubby ripped apart the last one. All across the ground, there's just litter remains everywhere around you. You could see the transformed visage of Lenny and this other monstrous creature battling it out and swirling about each other as their massive wings. You can see Brother Ambrose zipping in and out, trying to find his best opportunity of attack. Um, uh, you look over in the direction of the refugee camp. You watch as the last of the constructs over there are swarmed by three minotaurs and a couple of what might be ad hoc guards or... Um, just regular individuals that came from the crowd to help defend the refugee camp. You can tell that the very tail end of their battle is beginning um, not more than maybe a couple hundred yards down towards the refugee camp. Um, Looking around, um, before you do anything, give me a quick perception roll. Uh, uh, It'll be a free action for you because I know your perception is usually pretty high. Let's see today. Uh, 15 plus 4, 19. 19. You're taking all this in. You still have your move, your bonus action, uh, and your action. Way high up as the first of the morning is beginning to break. Because this is all happening right in the morning hours. The light is just now beginning to come up. It's hard to tell how far away, but something way up in the sky. There's like a glint. The air is just like slight glint of silver. Something very tiny is beginning to get somewhat larger off in the distance. What would you like to do? Uh, With that, because I know people are hurting, including me, I need to let my rage fall so I can cast a spell. Okay. Um, If I can, uh, so I'll let the rage kind of bellow beneath me, kind of just relax the muscles a bit, look at Bubby and say, I'm going to try and go heal everyone as best I can. And if uh, I got 40 feet, um, is that 40 feet enough with a 60-foot range to also hit Ambrose? Yeah, I'll say it'll put you right underneath the swirling chaos. I knew that was going to happen. If, gonna, if I swear, if this thing falls on me, Lenny better save me. <laughs> uh, you're like right underneath. That's your full 40 feet. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and do a the, mask cure wound. There, the swirling melee is 40 feet above you. So, yes, they will... Uh, Brother Ambrose will definitely be affected. In his transformed state, doesn't need it, so he will... um, uh, Lenny's uh, pit fiend visage will not be affected. I will also say 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Maddie is also in range, if she needs it. Okay. 
So yeah, I can hit up to six. So Maddie, Bubby, me, and Brother Ambrose. Okay. They will end up getting. Uh, let's see here, Massacre Wounds, three D eight plus four. Plus I get as a human cleric plus seven because it's the fifth level. Uh, that ends up being twenty eight health. Okay. Everyone gets twenty eight hit points back. Very nice. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, Lenny is like a giant bucket of hit points right now. And at the end yeah, of your turn, you yeah, so that'll end your turn unless you want to move the spiritual hammer. Yeah, I'll go ahead and move the spiritual hammer. Um, I mean, next, I, as close as I can. It, yeah, know, it can only move 20. Anywhere too close. Yeah, it can only move 20 feet at a time. So you're, you've got yeah. it slowly drifting towards you. Um, with that, at the end of your turn, he's going to use a second legendary action. He's going to see you down below. Realize that oh, some wow. magical effect has occurred, <laughs> and he is going to do uh -oh. a fireball reaction on you and <laughs> cast a fireball directly down on you. Give me a deck save, please. But it's my deck save is only plus one. Counter spell at fifth level. <laughs> unfortunately, it's great? unfortunately it's not a spell. Damn it! <laughs> it's a okay, it's a it's a demonic effect. 16 plus 1, so 17 total? Is that enough uh, to say? Uh, it just barely misses. It's a DC 18. Um, you, oh! you watch as what starts small, this expanding fireball just crashes into you, and you will take... You take 25 uh -oh. points of burning damage as the ball just <laughs> crashes across you, setting all the body parts on the ground on fire. But it yeah. comes out as a flaming turd. Yeah. Um. Actually, Maddie, give me a quick Arcana check, please. You're gonna be like, actually, yeah, it is a turd. <laughs> the hot news. Oh, speaking of hot news, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go AFK and everyone. Wow. <laughs> oh, didn't need to know that. Um, thirty twenty. So as you watch this fireball. Crash over um, Ezra, and you attempted to counterspell it. It frustrated you that this effect was not spell in nature, and therefore you couldn't counterspell it. However, you did pick up on the fact that the once uh, the the constructs that were once immune to flame are now on fire from the effect of the splash damage of the uh, fireball that just landed on top of Ezra. You look back and you realize that the gate is closed. Look at the fire damage. You're looking up at the creature. There might be a connection to some of their ability linked to the gate. But you're not sure exactly what it is. All right. That will finish the legendary action against Ezra. Brother Ambrose, you are up. Um, hold that thought. Okay. No. Have a frightening aura. Yeah, the uh, uh, yeah this cre uh, this this creature's immune to all frightening, fear, all that shit, terror, all of it. Yeah, that's that would be surprising if that would work on him. Okay, I'm still technically flanking, correct? Um, sure. I mean, it was, it was nobody's moved, so right, right. Yeah, I'll say you're flanking. I'm okay with that. You're, you're technically you're a lot. You you could move a lot more than he can. So, your flanking maneuver is you're 
kind of hovering slightly higher than him, and then you come into attack. So I'm going to I think. bonus action. This is why I didn't couldn't cast Toll the Dead. I didn't have any more. I'm going to bonus action cast. Um, oh, wait. Does that work? Hold on. Uh, I don't think it does work. Yeah, it doesn't say it does. Can I bonus action? Um, yeah, I can. Uh, bonus action. Oh no, it's two spells. I can't. I can't do booming blade and divine smite. Can I? No, because they're so, spells. Even though one's actually. Oh no, which one's a yeah, can't? Because there's yeah, yeah. As long as they're not spells, if they can trip in a spell or a spell and a can trip, you're fine. Okay, then I'm gonna booming blade and divine smite at third level. Again. Okay, go for it. Roll the hit. Okay. And Lenny, you still have two action surges left. Okay, 32. Uh, 32 will hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. Okay, let's do this again. Roll two, six, plus five, plus I get a D8, right? Or just because? Uh, if As long as it's a radiant effect on the damage, you get an extra one, D8. I get one D8 on all my attacks. I forgot. So, right. um, yeah. You have your improved so, divine smite. That's, that's my... Um, <laughs> that's my... Sword, sword damage. Now, am I getting this D12 thing again that you... that happened last turn? What D12? The, the four D12s you had in your roll? Big radiant. The radiant damage. Oh yeah, yeah, because you, yeah, because it's your um, random result for your blade. So yeah, that's still an effect. Okay, so uh, he has to make a con save. You said. I believe so. That will not work. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, fourteen for con save. Beautiful. So he's gonna take the full damage this time. Yep. Roll two. Oh no, four. D twelve. There's 19, and the Divine Smite. Another 20. A 39? That's 39, no, well, plus 17 for my sword. So that would be 56. Nice. 56. Right. Between the blade digging into it, this thing is now... When it oh, was... sorry. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Booming. Uh, booming blade is since I'm at past level eleven, it's three d8 damage, and that's thunder damage. Does that matter? Um, no, that does not give you a bonus. That's fine. That's fine. I just wanted to make sure yeah. it wasn't like yeah. immune. So far, I would okay. say all these creatures their their vulnerability appears to be lightning and radiant. Okay, so he gets. Is that right? 3d8? So 18 thunder damage? Yep. And now he is um, he is sheathed in booming energy until the start of my next turn, and if he willingly moves, he will take 3d8 damage again. Yep. Booming okay. blade is fun at higher level. So that was one attack. Yes. Okay. So your, first, so your first attack, so we're keeping track, did 74 points of damage. Beautiful. My second one missed. And here's my hasted attack. Well, to be fair, the 
Uh, Booming Blade is an action, so it would use up both of your attacks. That's okay, true. Yeah, so th that will end your action. Um, you're right. you're in base with him. Technically, you're in, you're engaged with him, um, but because well, no, because you already used the haste ring as your action, so it would be a normal attack of opportunity if you move away. So you have your and you already used your smite for your bonus action. So the only thing you got left is move. No, I don't want to move. Okay, so you stay engaged. At the end yeah. of your turn, he's going to use his third legendary action. Enough, and he brings his hands together with the hammer still in them. Um, give me a deck save, please. Are you immune to flames, uh, Pit Fiend? I forget, or resistant? Me? Yeah. I'm yeah. immune. Yep, that's what I thought. Uh, 18, that's nope, you needed a 19, so you'll fail. Uh, Brother Ambrose, take 46 points of flame damage. And you are knocked back 20 feet away from him. You're still at the same height, but you're knocked back 20 feet. Okay. Um, that'll end his legendary action, which so happens. Now it's his turn. Uh, so, Brother Ambrose, if you want to go and take an AFK, now's the time. Um uh, so, Lenny, he's going to concentrate completely on you. I'm just going <laughs> to smile. The two of you engage. Um, you watch as the hammer comes down. And as it begins to come down, he seems to go into like a frenzy. Um, he's going to get three attacks on you as he uses his frenzied rage as his bonus action. So the first one is a Jesus not roll 18 nope second one's a 24 maybe third one is a 26 yeah 24 26 yeah. uh you take no damage from the fire effects of the hammer you will take forty-four points of bludgeoning damage total from both strikes. Is it magical or is it regular damage? Oh, it's it's magical, but it it's a magical weapon, so it counts as being able to do damage against you. Alright. Normally it could potentially do an additional up to 80 points of fire damage per strike, but you're immune to fire. You just hear blade in your head go. <laughs> been a long time since I've killed one of these fuckers. I feel like Wade's like a drunken uncle or something like that. He's he's an uncle, alright. Alright, so that was the frenzied attack. His bonus actually was to go into bonus frenzy. He is going to use he's going to use his action surge and he's going to take three more hammer strikes at you. First one. I'm gonna show my asshole. Uh, first one is a twenty-five. Second one is a twenty-nine, and the third one is a twenty, dirty twenty. Yeah. All three hit. Yeah, um, my armor class is nineteen. Gotcha. I don't have that panel up in front of me, so I wasn't sure. Thank you. Um, that is going to be. 
56 points of bludgeoning damage. The flames wash over you. Do not do any damage to you. <laughs> My favorite gift. <laughs> That's like your 12th favorite gift tonight. Well, that one's always my favorite. I don't care because he's one of my favorite actors. Okay. All right. So that will finish his turn. Uh, Maddie, you are up as we start. Uh, we finish round six. We're at the top of round seven. Uh, Maddie's up. <laughs> and Bubby's on deck. What are you going to do, Maddie? Fuck, I know. <laughs> Um, God, I really have very little I can do. I used to pull my hat off the spell slots and everything else just fire damage. Um, shit. I know it's tough when your specialization kind of hits a brick wall like this. Yeah. So right now it's just... Um, Actually, give me a quick perception check. Right now, it's just um, uh, Lenny as uh, Pit Fiend in, in base with it, right? Correct. Brother, Am You watch as Brother Ambrose took a blow and got knocked back 20 feet. But give me a quick perception check. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you picked up that it's immune to fire. Oh, but... and that would be a disadvantage well. Yeah. So. so you picked up from the encounter as a whole that it's immune to fire. But you're not aware that this particular one can regenerate if you use fire on it. Mm -hmm. That part you're not aware um, of. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and... Oh, let me make sure I can't upcast it really quick. Give me just a second. Yep. Excellent. I am just going to um, reach into my component pouch Uh and pull out a fistful of kind of powdered iron and throw it in the direction of Lenny. Uh, and then as it kind of uh, forms this mass outline around him, just pull my hands out a little bit as I cast enlarge and he enlarges one size more. Uh, nice. And he will do an extra, an extra D4 damage with all of his hits and he has advantage on strength checks and saving throws and that's about it. Well, hell, let's, be my turn. let's make him look pimp since now he's enlarged. Lenny, you feel swole. You feel engorged as you massively oh, change even larger. Give me a, Lenny, give me a charisma <laughs> save really quick. Um, as with Lenny's charisma save or with the pimp fiend's charisma save? Uh, it's going to have to be Lenny's. Thirty-two. Um, nice. You made the save. You almost went into a power frenzy from all this effect. Um, it would have... You feel the control almost slip completely away. And then that kind of distant echo of blade in your ear kind of briefly brings you back and you just control it Lenny dig deep but control it kind of brings you back from the brink of the frenzy um, so Maddie is there anything else you want to do 
Um, I am just going to, um, with my halved movement, because I have two levels of exhaustion, I'll move 15 feet in the direction of wherever I can see more uh, combat happening amongst the encampment. I'm just going to start to make my way in that direction. Put you right down here. Um, and as you move away, the creature realizes what you did, and with a legendary action, looks at you. Enough of this shit. And he points at you. Um, this is a spell effect, if you want to try to counterspell it. He's trying to banish you. I will you. counterspell counter it fourth level. Uh... You see an angry look on his face as he cast it with his remaining third level slot. And oh, you watch as <laughs> kind of looks from you to Lenny to the brother Ambrose. Actually looking a bit confused and frantic at this point. All right. Legendary action. Bubby, you are up. Lenny, you're on deck. I want him to make a deck save. You want him to make a deck save? Yeah. Why is he making a deck save? Because I'm going to use my lightning again. Oh, nice. Uh, that's going to be an 18. Okay, so it'll be half of it. Okay, go for it. Half of 13. I think six points lightning damage. Go ahead and give yourself an extra d4, please. And we'll half that. Four, so half that too. So, so two more. Nice. Uh, you still have your move and your bonus action. Uh, she's just going to dance around a little bit. <laughs> okay. So you're dodging? Just in case? Literally. <laughs> All right, Lenny, you are up. Ezra, you're on deck. Charred, charcoaly charred, but on deck. Okay, so I guess my, my first question would be, um, since I have four attacks, using the mace doesn't work to my favor, and I figured it out. Yep. Can I switch out a mace attack for two claw attacks, or do I have to use the mace as no, one of there, my attacks? No, as a pit fiend, it's always optional how you choose to attack. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so the first one's going to be my bite. Okay. That's... <laughs> Gonna be a twenty-one to hit. That's gonna miss. Oh wait a minute! It, don't you have uh, targeted size levels all dimensions? Weight multiplied the growth increase size one category for medium and large. For example, the spell ends. Target also has advantage on strength checks and saving throws. The Which target's is weapon part. also grows to its new size. While these weapons are enlarged, the target's attacks will deal 1d4 extra damage. So if you do hit, you get an extra d4 on on all your strikes. So then my my bite misses. Yep. My claw, the first claw does 25 to hit. Uh, 25 just barely misses. Okay. And then the second claw definitely misses. And then the tail uh, is... Uh, 30 to hit. That'll hit. Go ahead and roll for damage with an extra d4. Yeah, 3d10. Plus an extra d4. Yep. 
Okay, so wow, that was fucking terrible. So it's 13 plus eight, so 21 points of damage for the tail. Nice. And then I'll go ahead and action surge again. Use my second one, and I'll do all four attacks all over again. Okay, go for it. Okay, so uh, the first, the bite and the claw, the first one both miss. The third strike, the claw, is a natural fucking 20. Nice. So twice the dice. And... The extra yeah. 1d4 will be rolled with your damage. So it's not considered a modifier. It's part of the effect of enlargement. So it gets doubled. So that so one basically, is- Basically, I'm rolling 4d8 and 2d4s? Correct. Mm-hmm. And then add your modifier then- afterwards. All right, so that's 24 on the dice plus- Eight. So 32 for that claw. Nice. And then the last one was the tail attack, which was a 15 on the die, so plus 14, so 29 to hit. That'll hit. That's 3d10 plus 8. That tail is lethal, man. Uh, so that's 3d10, so 11 plus a d4. So 12 plus... Eight, so 20 damage to the tail. Nice. This thing is looking like it just took some damage between the claw strikes, two tail strikes, big pieces of its metallic hide tear away, meat and bone exposed. You see like a black-like bloody ichor bleeding from these fresh lesions that you've put onto its body. It reacts. (laughs) It's out of legendary actions. It used all three already. I'm going to look at it until it, I told you you didn't know me. It used it. Wait wait a minute. It used, oh, it's a new round. I'm sorry. It used a legendary action on Maddie. And then it used. It did not. So it still had two, it still had two left because I forgot we're in a new round. My bad. I thought it, well, oh, I thought it used one to push me away. Yeah, but that was. Oh, that's the last round. Oh, no. you That was, yeah, that was the tail end of the last round. Um. So he is going to use a legendary action frenzied hammer strike on you. Um, no, he cannot do it with frenzy. So it's just legendary action hammer strike. Uh, that's going to be a 21. That hits. And that is going to be 26 points of bludgeoning damage. On me? Yes. That's cute. And now, uh, anything else you want to do? You can stay with it. Yeah, I'm not going to back down. Okay. So I had you make the charisma save during Maddie's turn, but now that this effect is on you, you actually have to make this charisma save every time you go as well. Um, You have to make the initial save from the enlargement effect. Now you've got to make a save because it's the end of your turn. Um, So give me another charisma save. Oh, that's going to be a natural 20. Okay, so you're good. Once again, you nearly slip. Feel Blade whispering, keeping it, trying to help you keep it under control. A lot of power that, that you, you've turned into. Um, all right, uh, and your turn. Ezra, you're up. 
Brother Ambrose is on deck. Uh, how beat up is this guy looking? Um, he's taken that last round with um, Lenny's transformed self and the combination of Maddie enlarging him as well. Um, it's it took a pretty it probably took the most significant damage it's taken so far, and it's looking rough, but it's holding its own. All right, then I'll go for another heal and just make sure Ambrose. It can't do as big of a one as last time, but I can still do uh, a mass uh, a mass healing word. That, it's the same. That's going to force you to shift time. over a few feet because Brother Ambrose got knocked back. Um, oh, okay. But that's yeah, okay. Fine. You can do it again. All right, so lesser healing, sadly. I no longer have that big spell. Um, see here. Good thing is I rolled fours plus six because the cleric, and that's 18 health to me, Ambrose, um, Bubby, and if Maddie is in range because I know Maddie is pretty far out. She, yeah, is, just, she is just about five to ten feet out of range. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm already right. very healthy. What did you say, 18? Yeah. So, Lenny, you get 18. Brother Ambrose, you get 18. And Ezra, you get 18. It is, um, creature is not going to react to you this time as it's frantic and a little confused by this. Um, anything else you want to do, Ezra? I'll move my, I'll move my thing again closer because that's about all I can do. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say I think it, I have a cantrip that can hit it at that range. Yeah, I'll say it gets right over near you, which means during your next turn, you could get it to hover 20 feet up, and then it, you can probably get it to hover another 20 feet up. But it's about three or four rounds before you can get it in the base with the creature. All right, that'll finish your turn. Red Ambrose, you are up. She didn't move at all, right, the creature? No. Okay. Uh, I'm going to turn and see um, that the dawn is upon us. Yeah. Uh, and just for a quick second, I'll take a tiny reaction speed respite to, to uh, invoke Lathander and. Uh, and just say, uh, are you doing commune or are you trying to no, do no, I'm just this is flavor? Okay, uh, I was gonna say, there's always another dawn, and I'm gonna fucking blast. I mean, I have all that movement, I'm gonna blast straight at him so that I'm so just as you're about to do that, give me a quick perception check. Okay. Um, wow, that, now, now when I get that shit. 3020. You, as you invoke the Dawnbringer and you begin to fly into this creature, there is the hint of something silver off the distance beginning to grow larger. Um, and you crash into him. What are you doing? Oh, I'm swinging this big motherfucking sword. Okay. Go for it. <clears throat> Motherfucker. First one doesn't hit. 
The second one does hit. Okay, go ahead and roll for damage. Hold on, let me just roll that third one because of taste. Natty 20. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Natty 20 with the Dongbringers gift. Okay. So, resolve. And, resolve. And because, wait, because I can do this afterwards, right? I can do Smite afterwards, right? Yes. As long as you have the spell slots for it. Yeah. I mean, I have tons of spell slots, but I have one level three left that I'm going to blow here. Okay. So, resolve your um, non-natural hits first. The one... The 29, that's the only one that hit, correct? Uh, yeah, two out of three hit. We'll resolve the 29 first. Why do I always forget this? <laughs> oh, uh, there, yeah. There's my one hit. All right. Oh, and then I get a con save from the from the D twelve nonsense. Uh, yep. There's that too. That's a seventeen. Eighteen. Yep. So it's full damage from that. Twenty nine. Okay. Now, and then now you've just been revealed the critical effect of this blade. This blade reveals its name to you. It is referred to as the Dawnbringer. Whenever you critical hit on a natural 20 with the Dawnbringer, it, it's the same effect as a 7th level Dawn spell. Okay. Not exactly sure what that is. Let me look. I just put it in the chat. Pretty much. Okay. So Ezra's gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um beautiful. So okay, let's 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 do let's yeah, let's do the damage on this roll here. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see, 2d6, and I'm going to, so, so this is 2d6 and a d8, so the dice are 14, so that's 28, yep. plus, plus, um, that's not my modifier, so 28 plus 9, so that's my sword. That's 37. Does the 2d12 thing happen only once a turn? Yes, it does. Okay. So then let's do my smite 60. That's a total of 97 so far. And he makes a con save for this new sword effect, which uh, if I can, I don't know if it's going to hit us or not or how you want to work that. Oh, for the bringer of the dawn? Yeah. No, the bringer of the dawn, he doesn't get a save at all. No one does. This is a oh. this is a god relic invocation. There is oh, so no dawn, so, so I ignore the part about the Correct. I, that's why I said it's like a dawn spell. The only difference is is that they don't get a save. Oh, and and I can still specify it or or just goes on a creature I hit. 
It just goes on a creature hit. Uh, that's my bad. When I meant right. like the spell, I meant damage. It doesn't yeah, have the good. cylinder or the conical effect. It's just the... Oh, then, then Ezra doesn't get me. Yeah, okay, yeah. So it's 40, 10 radiant damage, regardless. Correct. Okay. Oh, sorry. That's no, no, it's not. I want it to be that. But now, the reason why you need to know that it's a seventh level spell effect is in case you ever encounter something that tries to counter spell the effect. Got it. Twenty-seven more. Twenty-seven more. So that Does is. That yep. So that's ninety-seven plus twenty-seven. You have done 124 points of damage to this thing. Lenny, you watch as Brother Ambrose seems to have triggered something with this sword. As this blinding pulse of light emanates from the point of impact. On the second strike, huge pieces and chunks of this creature begin to disintegrate underneath the radiant effect. The yellowish uh, crawl of the radiance down its body. It rears up and howls in pain. It shimmers and shakes. It manages to hold and coalesce and keep itself from shattering into a million pieces. It is looking impossibly rough. It has two hit points left. Oh, come on. You, give me that. you give me that, you son of a bitch. I'm giving you to the, I'm telling you it was close, man. It was super close. Um probably get the kill shot. <laughs> oh, you know what? Really? Um <laughs> so it's going town. <laughs> so a couple things are gonna happen here because it dropped. I mean, it was almost below its 50% pool, but now that it's dropped below its 50% pool, a series of things happen. As you watch it manage to hold its form to keep it from shattering, you watch as it snarls, breathing heavily, leaking from dozens and dozens of lesions and wounds. <laughs> well played. See you on the other side. It, you watch as it curls into itself using its self-destruction method and it begins to pulse and it a massive flame begins to form like it's about to just plume out and begin to engulf you and as it begins to engulf you just at the edge your nose feeling the heat uh, Lenny, you even kind of hear Blade kind of cringe. And for a moment, you hear Blade go, oh, shit, I forgot. And everything just gets orange and white and yellow. But it all stops. The explosion forms. Hovering above the exploded creature is a silver dragon. Its wings. <laughs> On its back is a paladin wearing the... Um, Abbot colors of Lathander. Um, he pulls his helmet off, throws it down to the ground, looks at the explosion, and it rubs the neck of the silver dragon and goes, now that we can deal with this one, we'll deal with that one next. And that's where we're going to finish tonight.
I think it is talking about Lenny. Bring it on. Lenny just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Wow. That was a thing that happened. That was something. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this session for the telling of this, our tale of the Menagerie Coast. Join us next week as the story continues.